0: College football has a new national champion. Shout out to the Michigan Wolverines. Hail, hail to Michigan. 106 rushing yards for Edwards, plus another 100 plus for Blake Corum. Michigan over 300 rushing yards, and Jim Har- Harbaugh hoist the national championship trophy. 25 plus million people were watching the game, but more important than what happened on the field, because we've already celebrated that. Y'all know what happened. I'm joined by the one and only Joel Klatt. There is no greater mind when talking about college football Dang. than the man next to me. Klatt, I've been waiting I just for got this to come one. on this show every week. It makes me feel so good. About this show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, invaluable insight, family. Invaluable insight. You are about to be privileged to hear for the next few minutes as I talk to Clad about this one. So we know Michigan won yesterday. Yeah. We get that. Congratulations, the confetti has fallen. But what does this mean for Jim Harbaugh's future? Did that, that national championship push him closer to the NFL, or did it bring him in closer to Michigan? Talk to me.
1: I think it's closer to the NFL because he went to Michigan for one very specific reason. This was was his baby, remember now, this was his alma mater. He went there for one specific reason, which was to get Michigan back to a position of prominence in the sport, to return it to excellence. That's what he has done. So the goal in a lot of ways for Jim Harbaugh has been reached. The objective has been finalized. And now he really only has one thing left to do in this sport, which is try to win a Super Bowl. Now, while I will not enjoy seeing Jim walk to the NFL, I do think that's where he's headed because he reached the objective at Michigan. Plus, and this is where I think it gets interesting, why would he want to deal with the NCAA over the next 12 months plus dealing with all the bureaucracy and red tape and all the investigations going on when he can just go to the National Football League? Now, some of those are self-inflicted. There's no doubt, but this latest notice of allegation that stems back from a recruiting violation in the dead period of COVID when a recruit showed up at their building. Did he have an analyst on the field? So on and so forth. These all minutia type of rules. If I'm not mistaken, there's still rules on the books for the NCAA about inducements. You cannot pay a player directly to come to your school. So why did I see a bunch of players rolling up to their national letter of intent signings in Lambos and Bentleys? Hmm. And the NCAA didn't give notice of allegations to them, so if you're Jim Harbaugh, why are you
0: dealing with that organization?
1: You achieved the objective. You won the national championship, and I do think that he's going to go to the national football.
0: Contextualize this for me. Thinking about modern-day coaches, Pete Carroll, Jimmy Johnson, they won national championships, and they won Super Bowls. If Jim Hardball does make it to the next level, if he can go back to a Super Bowl, remember, he went in 2012 and lost to his brother. If he can go back and win, contextualize where does Jim Hardball fall in the grand scheme of great coaches in the history, not of the NFL, not of college, not of high school but in the history of the game of football
1: yeah i think well we'll get to history in a second but i think currently today this morning jim harbaugh is a top four coach in the sport of football yeah. i don't think that there's any question about that he has succeeded every single place that he has been he has built a very similar style of team every single place that he has been. He succeeded at San Diego. Little known San Diego. That program was nothing. He takes them to a league championship. Goes to Stanford when Stanford was nothing. He ends up winning a league championship. Gets them on the precipice of the BCS National Championship. He goes to the San Francisco 49ers when they were a mess. What do they do? Go to, what, three straight NFC Championship games, including a Super, Super Bowl. Bowl yep. He's within a play, a series of winning the Super Bowl over his brother. Goes to Michigan when they're in danger disarray and wins a national championship. In an era in college football when you have to, have to, for 15 years, recruit in the top four every single year, average top four classes, he wins the national championship having averaged a class that was below the top 10 in the last four years. This man is one of the best college football coaches, football coaches that we've seen in the sport. So if he were to go and if he were to win, he would very simply be one of the only guys, only guys in the history of the sport, that never failed. And that's something that is pretty remarkable.
0: Powerful stuff. Clap. We'll get more on that here in the next 15 minutes. Let's talk a little NFL. But that game yesterday was marvelous to watch. Joining the brilliant crew at the Death Far and James Jones. How you feeling, big dog? I feel good, man. What's going down? <laughs> my dog, you feel good. I see it's turtleneck season.
2: I didn't that's get the why. memo. Yeah. I, I should
0: have worn my chain.
2: I, I like did, to wear my yeah. chain, my turtleneck. Joy, yeah.
3: you got the mellow yeah. No, I, I've been wearing turtlenecks. Nobody's been going on the vibe with me. So I, I, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get the notice. Were you, were you upset? I know some of our, our Texas fans were a little right. how did Michael Penix
0: not miss a throw against Texas Mm -hmm. but against Michigan he couldn't make one well, when I tell y'all I was sick against Texas. You, is that
3: how it goes? Like, do you root for the team that beats
0: you? I, I really wanted to see Penix play well because of the history of Michael Penix. Yeah. AC joint issue, ACL tear, ACL tear. But I was shocked and appalled. Well, from one champion to an aspiring champion, let's talk about the Dallas Cowboys. Everything America seems to be lining up for the Cowboys. First and ten. That means it's time to talk a little NFL ball. Cowboys, Packers, Sunday, Fox, why? Card round. It's a little Cowboys-Packers rematch. Whenever those two meet, it's always good. Dak Prescott, he led the league in touchdown passes. But hasn't gotten past the divisional round of the playoffs. James Jones, I'm talking to you. Uh-huh. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you first and foremost. James, I believe that this is the best chance for Dak Prescott and the Cowboys to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. There is no better chance to win a Super Bowl than now. Not yesterday, because that moment's past. Yeah. Not tomorrow, because that day ain't promised, but now. Yeah. Dak Prescott has played as good as he's ever played in his eight years in the National Football League. I do not know when and if he will get better. Mike McCarthy has coached just about as good as he is coached. Deron Bland has had as good of a season a defense. Back can have as it pertains to taking the ball away. Micah Parsons, he gave you 14 sacks. CeeDee Lamb had the greatest receiving receiving season by any Cowboys player to wear the number 88. It will not get better for my money than it is right now. Dallas Cowboys, James Jones, they have to get it done. Do you agree it's Dak's best chance? Absolutely. This
2: is the time for Dak, man. This, this is playoff time. This is about legacy for Dak, right? We sit here and when you bring up Dak Prescott's name, the only thing we say is he don't get it done in the playoffs. So all these numbers, you leading the league in touchdowns, you being super consistent, playing at the highest level, you played in eight years. This is all that matter right here, right now. Now. So for Dak Prescott, this is a legacy moment for him right here, taking this field, being able to make a run in the playoffs. And when you talk about Dak Prescott, he's been so consistent this year. His team has been consistent this year. They've been a really consistent team. You are going into this thing really healthy. You might be missing one or two guys here, but you're going into the playoffs really healthy. You're 15-0 at home. You have two playoff games at home if you're able to win the first one. You have another one at home. So for me, when you talk about best chance and you talk about being able to change the way people look at you, Dak Prescott, to be able to really change your legacy right now, not only as a player but as a Dallas Cowboys, these playoffs are huge and everything is set up the right way for you to go out here and make a run.
3: Yeah, it's kind of set up for them this year. I I don't like to say never. I don't like to predict the future. Who knows what's going to happen next year? Like you said, they could have another great opportunity next year. But Shea says this all the time. It's hard as hell to win a Super Bowl. It's hard as hell to get to a Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. It's hard to get to a championship game. They haven't been in 30 years. With Mm -hmm. all the talent that they've had over all these years, we argue about the quarterback talent. We argue about the receiver talent, the defensive talent. And last year, I thought that they had a Super Bowl-level roster. They had the number one offense, and the defense was essentially doing the same thing that they were doing this year. They've made some improvements you know, personnel-wise, but this is a great team, and the biggest part is Dak Prescott is playing the best that he has ever played. Mm -hmm. That means it's all coming together. It's right there for you. Now, look, they got to take care of business first before they get to the next step. Every single week, this is the test. But, man, it it really feels that way. And I feel feel crazy saying that because I am a Cowboys conspiracy theorist. I I really don't. I, I haven't seen it. I've believed many times, I've bought in many times, I've said this is the year many times, just like Cowboys fans do every single year, and they find a way to mess it up and it's usually situational football. So I think they have the personnel, I think Dak is playing at the level that they need to play at, they have Super Bowl level coaching, it's just going to come down to can they put it all together?
4: Yeah. This is probably the, the best time, I think, for, for the Cowboys to go to the Super Bowl. Not the Super Bowl, just the conference game. I don't, I don't like to play with the Super Bowl situations because it's hard as hell to get there. I know we always talk about that, but just get into the conference game to have a chance. I mean, I don't know if Dak Prescott will ever play this good again. Got to take advantage of it. Michael Parsons, everybody's healthy. Yeah. All their top guys are healthy, mm-hmm. from linemen to, to, to defense, quarterbacks, wide receivers, CeeDee Lamb. I, I, I don't think he's even touched his ceiling yet. So I don't wanna go to his position, but he's really, really good. Then you look at, not just the Cowboys, look at the other teams. So, okay, the Lions, mm-hmm. who you already beat, yep, right? The Rams, you would say that as-, as Already as, beat. Already beat, but in the playoffs, right, that we see the Rams play, this is not their best team. Yeah. When they won the championship, that was their best team, mm-hmm. right? The Eagles, last year, if we talk about the Cowboys, even how good they were, they're not beating the Eagles. <sighs> <laughs> This year, we we don't look good. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I I won't even say that beats, but we don't look good. Best chance to beat us now. Who else we got? Only team out there. Oh, the uh, Tampa Bay Mm Buccaneers. I mean, Baker Mayfield's a quarterback. So you know what time that is. Other part is this, though. The Niners. Ah. It's like Superman's kryptonite. Mm -hmm. That's the only team that's going to smash. I I beat. Smash the Cowboys, which they've been doing this year, last year, the year before that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, you know, a couple years, they've just been doing that. That's the only way. So, other than the Niners, I find like this is the best time for the Cowboys to win the championship. What if they have no business. You should, well, Shady made a point that I was thinking about this morning. You did a great job
0: eloquently talking about it. The Cowboys to me this year are what the Eagles were last year as it pertains to health. When you healthy, You better go get it. No question. Last year, the Eagles were missing Chauncey Mm Gardner-Johnson, and he came back. This year, the Cowboys have been missing Trayvon Diggs. But in his absence, Deron Bland gave you nine interceptions plus five or six pick sixes. Mm -hmm. I get it. The Cowboys are missing their linebackers, but they found a way to make a way without them. So you are healthy. Offensively, CD, he been there. Cooks, he been there. Uh, Pollard, he been there. Dak, he been there. You're healthy. That's the first thing Mm -hmm. because the Eagles ain't healthy this year, y'all. The second thing I have to say is when is the next time we will see Dak Prescott enter the playoffs as the best quarterback in the NFC? Mm. It's the next thing. When's the next time you're going to see Dak Prescott Mm -hmm. enter the playoffs as the best quarterback in the NFC? Another thing, the NFC quarterback picture, it is very different. Shady, the years you were playing, there was a Drew Brees. Mm -hmm. There was an Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. There was a Cam Newton. There was a Russell Wilson. There was a Matt Ryan. Mm -hmm. There was a Carson Palmer. That's six. There were only six teams in the playoffs back then. This year, There's a Baker Mayfield. There's a Jordan Love. There's a maligned Jalen Hurts. There is a Matthew Stafford, but his team does not have talent, predicted to have four and a half wins by Vegas before the season started. There's a Brock Purdy. And there's you, Dak. Mm. And then the last thing is, we might think the Cowboys have a young roster. They do. But in 2016, they had a young roster. Frederick, he was young. Zach Martin, he was young. Tyron Smith, he was young. Des Bryant was 28. Cole Beasley was 28. Terrence Williams was 27. And Zach and Zeke were young. Mm-hmm. Never got it done. So that youth stuff is cool. But you go from young to old real quick. So as young as this Cowboys roster is, to me, there is no better chance than right now, Joy Taylor. No better chance than right now, James Jones. The Cowboys are better than they've ever been. Dak is better than he's ever been. And the field, the field ain't what the field usually is.
3: It's not, and it's mostly because of the quarterbacks as you just outlined, but as you were saying it, I'm like, well, I could see. I could see that team winning it, and I could Mm -hmm. see that team giving this team trouble. this is why I'm, I'm so happy. Oh, my God, I'm so happy the playoffs are here. Mm-hmm. I'm so tired of predicting stuff. I want to see what y'all been talking about all season long. All season long, we've been hearing about Dak MVP. We've been hearing about this defense. We've been hearing about this offense. We've been hearing about Mike McCarthy. And not just the Cowboys. Everybody. Everybody has had something to say about their guy and what they've got going on. And I'm so glad we're finally at the postseason. All the talking can end. Just go out there and do what you're supposed to do. And I, I'm really looking forward to seeing what the Cowboys do because this, feel, this really does feel like, and I've, I, listen, I've been doing this a long time. Uh-oh. Every year, it's the Cowboys year. Every say. single year, it's the Cowboys year. And it ain't been the Cowboys year in many, many years. But... Here we go. But... <laughs> here we go. But the reason, again, the reason why is because of that. You didn't say it. The reason why is because of that. No, but can you say it? This this could be the Cowboys here. Thank you. But it's <laughs> all, all, all,
4: all, only,
3: only push, because I agree with you.
4: Yeah. Only pushback is this, though. See, you know, I love science. I didn't even care for, for, for uh, what's it, called? history? What do they call oh, um, it? Social studies No, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, that wasn't only my thing. I don't care what happened to me. guy. But you know what they always tell me? They say, LaShawn... History always repeats itself. That's what they told That's me though, right? Says. So if you're seeing that. Now everybody here is in, is in their 30s. I, you know, I don't ever tell my, my age, but we in our 30s, right? Yeah. Come younger than others. And the Cowboys haven't won not a Super Bowl, but a conference game. Yeah. In how many years? 30 uh, years. Yo, no, listen, JD, yo. You're right. It is. Yo, math. Scientific. I started math.
0: Like, you put this here. You put that. You said you like <laughs> science. Why are you talking math now? No,
4: no, 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 no. I'm not doing math. I'm doing history. <laughs> oh God. History to. repeats itself. Oh, okay, okay, oh, okay, okay. All I got them got degrees.
3: It. You ain't know. I'm sorry. Don't worry about it. This, no, it, this, it is basically. Let's pick scientific. up what I'm putting down. It is basically scientific at this point that the Cowboys are going to disappoint. So, it, 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 it's uh, reasonable no. to say that. And,
4: and, and that's what they told me. So, so as much as I see the the, the other competition is not that strong. As much as I see Dak Prescott playing the best quarterback play we've ever seen him play. As much as I see the, the youth and the health you talk about, mm. I got to go back to that. Yeah. And when I go back to that, I see Niners beating them bad this year. Yeah. I see the Niners beating them bad in the playoffs. Yeah. And in the playoffs before that, I see them yeah. beating them bad. So I just can't get over that part. I want, this, I want to see the Cowboys do well. Michael Parsons from Harrisburg, I know y'all told you that. Yeah. So I want them to do well. My, my Eagles, were not really, yeah. I mean, I want them to win, but we're not, it looks like we're not going to win. Yeah. All I'm saying is this, as much as we see all that, yeah. When we get back to the facts, mm-hmm. when history repeats itself, mm-hmm. the Cowboys. When the lights get bright, yeah. number four, the quarterback. Yeah, you know what he' gonna do.
3: But, 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 we, what? We're not talking about the Super Bowl, though, right? Oh, no, right, we're talking about the conference game. Yeah, we're talking we're about conference. Talking like, the conference okay, I'm game. I'm talking about getting to the conference but, game. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't
2: bl- even that's the blessing about this year is because you don't got to see the Niners if you handle business till that conference game.
4: Mm, mm. You understand? Good point.
2: So okay. the Niners okay. uh-huh. you ain't going to okay. the Niners in a divisional round. You handle two games at the crib mm-hmm. where you are 15 and 0. Right. You meet the Niners in the NFC Championship in the Bay. Okay. Right? And wherever that game may go, that game may go. But in 30 years, since they ain't been bad as since they ain't been, ain't even been an the NFC Championship game, I don't think we've seen a top Cowboys team this consistent. Right? You say what? This I said consistent? in the 30 years to where every year is the Cowboys year. Yeah. I don't think from top to bottom we've seen a Cowboys team this consistent okay. going into the playoffs, mm-hmm. and then not only this consistent playing this well, yeah. right? So, as for me, and, and, and like you say, it starts with the quarterback. The quarterback is playing out of his mind. Coach Mike McCarthy is coaching out of his mind. That's a true. Super Bowl winning
0: quarterback. Got a question. Talk to me. Got a question. Uh, I don't know if what you're saying is accurate. Mm. Talk to me. 2016. Mm-hmm. Cowboys, yep. 13 and 3. Yep. So good they had a first round bye. Balling, balling. Dak Prescott got an MVP vote that year. Yeah. Mm. Once again, he'll get another MVP vote. Zeke, Zeke 13, 14, 1500 yards rushing. Killed they it. were great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the problem was the competition was better. There was yeah. a man by the name of Aaron Rodgers who was present. Yeah. Yeah. Is the run that the Cowboys can make this year? Is it more about Dak and the Cowboys or about the competition? Because we have seen the Cowboys be this consistent before. Mm-hmm. 13 and 3. I believe Dak Prescott started 10 or 11 and 0, if I'm not mistaken. He dethroned Tony Romo. Mm-hmm. Goes to the playoffs. They were up. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers had to do miraculous Aaron Rodgers things. Yeah. Is it more about Dak mm. or the competition? It's more about Dak to me because was Dak playing? The same
2: way he's playing now in 2016? He's never played this good. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. So we're talking about you healthy. We're talking about you 15-0 at the crib. Everybody has to come through you. We're talking about the competition is not that good. And you're playing at a level since you've been in the National Football League that we have never seen, Mm -hmm. you know? And if Dak was playing the way he's playing now in 2016, they'd probably win that game. Mm. And they probably make a little run in the playoffs. But I'm telling you, everything is lining the right way for the Dallas Cowboys right now. Right? You get the two seeds, you're at home, you're probably the hottest team in football. Your quarterback is playing the best best football as a quarterback in the National Football League. They are playing really, really well. They're super consistent. This is their time. They, if they, they don't they do it beat now, the Packers? I'm not saying never. I ain't answering that question right now. no, you know what
4: though? The breaking news I don't know if you heard the ticker underneath that. Uh-huh. They say they're gonna have the all-pro referees, right? Mm-hmm. So none of that stuff that happened against the Lions games. Gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. Yes, listen, listen gotcha. you know what I mean? Beware of that. Yeah. Ah. Even no rest gonna tell you know, no tell tape. Don't sleep on my pack, but this is their best chance. <laughs> this is.
0: I agree, <laughs> it's be with a good You game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, speaking of great games, there was a championship game yesterday. 25 plus million people viewed it, and we have to break down not just that. Go Harbaugh, man. Going. Y'all know that. We're gonna show you on tape why they won, what plays, how they execute, what does it mean for Harbaugh's future? Did we just witness his last? Last game as a college coach and where does that championship rank in the overall position of sports that's next on speak don't forget you can check us out every day fox sports channel on With the man Clatt, nobody knows more about college football than this man Clatt. We already know that Michigan won. Can we for a second show the world why they won? I haven't seen anybody really talk about the fact that Michigan bullied them up front. And I believe that Washington had a little bit too much respect for McCarthy, the quarterback, as opposed to the running back. What I noticed was very simple. Washington did not define the gap for the defensive linemen. Washington kept their defensive tackles head up, head up, and as a result, Michigan got a whole bunch of one-on-ones. Can you speak to me a little bit about what was going on with the rushing attack for Michigan and Washington's defense?
1: Well, first and foremost, you've got to understand one thing about Michigan. Michigan, I don't think that there was a better run game in college football at exploiting if one player was out of their gap. Okay, mm. so we talk about gap control. Basically, yep, if, you it. It, if you just freeze it like this, everybody is supposed to, be via alignment, have a gap. Yes, so sir. this end, he's got the uh, the C gap right here. This tackle's supposed to have the B gap. That linebacker's got the A. This, this is where I'm with you, and it gets confusing. Thank if you. you play head up on the guard, now it's called a two-way go. So now that defensive tackle can take the B gap or the A gap over here. That means that number 11, the linebacker, has to read the play of the defensive tackle and insert himself into the front accordingly. But if he reads it wrong, which happens
0: right here, (laughs) then he's out of his so, but gap. Here's my question. Usually you only ever see this first quarterbacks that you have the utmost fear of. Yeah. You want to play two gaps so you can go left, you can go right, but you don't have this type of assignment and alignment versus dominant rushing attacks. What was the thought process from DeBoer and the coaches for Washington going into this game? I think that they were very concerned about basically what I would call the gap
1: schemes from Michigan. Mm. So what you saw a lot of here was duo. Duo play was kind of a, it's more of a zone-based scheme but it's it's zone that's moving toward the play side or, excuse me, uh, uh, blocking down and then without the puller. Yep. But what you end up having here is that Michigan normally loves to block down on the front side and then pull somebody around. That's gap scheme, okay? And I think that they were really concerned with that and so what they wanted to do is play their linebackers off the ball so they could get away from the double teams and then what you're trying to do is let them react but the problem with that is that Michigan just came straight Straight at them them. and and when you essentially have a, a veteran running back like Blake Corum he can choose his gap, Donovan Edwards the same way. If he sees one seam, then he can exploit it. And again, Michigan is as good as anybody in college football at exploiting when one person does something wrong in the run defense. And they
0: did that a couple of different times. Okay, you think about the fact that Michigan they beat Washington, but before that they beat Alabama, and before that they beat Ohio State. How does this championship, where does this championship rank amongst modern day college football playoff championships? Yeah. You beat Ohio State, you beat Alabama you beat washington you know the sport better than anybody how great of an accomplishment is what we just witnessed
1: okay so so there's there's two ways to think about this the first is is that we should have all seen this coming why well they've got the best defensive tackles in college football defensive line play and they've been the most consistent and most dominant team of the entire season generally speaking that team wins the national championship the best defensive line most dominant team now The other part of this though is also incredibly unique. Why does Michigan not make sense at all? Well, for 15 years, we've seen a very specific style of team win the national championship. A team that recruits at the top end, has a top four recruiting class, in particular when you average that over a four year span, and they have a top five composite roster. Michigan doesn't have that. They don't have five-star players littered all over their roster. So in some ways, this is the most unique championship that we've had in college football in 15 years, and in fact, I think last night actually presented a lot of hope moving forward for a multitude of different programs around the country. You no longer have to be Alabama or Georgia or Clemson from a couple of years ago. You no longer have to be dominant at every single position. Now you can actually win it by developing being great at the line of scrimmage, tackling in space. The game is moving away from dominant programs, and I believe we're in an era now that we're going to see more teams compete for a national championship because we've got a little bit of proliferation... Proliferation of talent. There it is. Around the country. But
0: question about this, because Michigan did win. But did the best team win? Because Michael Penix missed a whole bunch of open wide receivers in last night's game. He did not play like his normal dominant, throwing strikes to everybody's self. Did the best team win that football game, or did Washington let up too easy?
1: Uh, The best team absolutely won the football game. The best team in a matchup, Has several different ways that they can win the game think of it like a highway or an interstate right Michigan had a four-lane highway there was four different ways that they could have won the football game dominate on defense dominate with the run game JJ McCarthy plays really well a lot of different ways Washington was on a one-way street yeah if Michael Penix didn't play out of his mind they had no shot of beating that Michigan team what does that tell me that Michigan was a better team overall. They were more consistent, they were more dominant, there was a reason that they were the favorite team, so I think that the best team won.
0: Okay, you mentioned the name Michael Penix. I believe that this is the best quarterback class we have seen in a mighty long time as it pertains to NFL draft picks. Caleb Williams, he should be the surefire number one overall pick. You have a guy by the name of Drake May, you have Jaden Daniels, Bo Nix is in there, Michael Penix as well. If J.J. McCarthy decides to declare, Quinn Ewers amongst others. But let's talk for a moment about Penix. Yeah. I tweeted yesterday, He lost Lost a whole bunch of money in the game. Probably he played bad, and then not only did, did he play bad, but also he accentuated some of the concerns about him—a lack of mobility, a lack of toughness. You see him walking off the field holding his ribs. You see him having to be helped up. Play after play after play. Did he lose a lot of money? And how much money? Or at least, let's not talk money. How did your opinion of Penix change well, after last night's performance? It didn't change a great
1: deal, uh, to be honest with you. I, I think that great players at the quarterback position, they can have an off night.
0: Hold on, though. I got to pause you there, Clapp, because I'd be watching you every time you do a game. You and Gus do a phenomenal job. Let's go back. Deshaun Watson, he played great 2016 college yep, football championship. Tua a tongue of Iowa he came in. He looked the safety off, hit Devontae Smith. He played great college football national championship. Trevor Lawrence as a true freshman, he played great college football national championship. Stenson Bennett balled out back-to-back years college football national championship. Out in a loss. Played- Str- out in a loss played great so i haven't seen great quarterbacks at the college level not play great on the biggest stage as of late obviously mccarthy didn't play well as well but we think higher of him i can't take that from you I, yet I, I i will say i will
1: say this i'll blow your mind for a moment if when Ewers makes the proper throw and beats washington then then Penix probably doesn't lose draft slots because the last memory that we have is him just shredding your Longhorns. no oh, that's real right so like uh, in a lot of ways he might get taken five six seven picks later than he would have if you were you were just makes the throw into the corner of the proper back throw had Nye Mitchell on the back shoulder at the pylon I mean that's that's just entered my head what we're talking about <laughs> but I, I will say this okay so much of of the way that we should evaluate quarterbacks needs to be what did they do or what they were what were they required to do in college versus what are they going to be required to do in the national football league you see if you just take the two quarterbacks last night michael Penix was asked or required to throw between 20 and 35 last night because he attempted over 50 passes nfl style throw that means that it, it is a drop back style pass that it is a post snap read and i've got to throw with anticipation and accuracy and timing to type windows that's what he's asked to do a lot now he didn't do it great last night but on the converse you know on the opposite side jj mccarthy is asked to do that maybe five or six times mm-hmm. in a game you know so so to me Pennix's game travels to the next level. What I saw against Texas suggests that he can go and he can do that at the next level. He can make accurate throws down the field. Now, he didn't against Michigan. Michigan's going to be a very unique style of defense. Why? Because they can get pressure with just four. They can drop everybody else in coverage. They were running a lot of single safety, bracket-style coverage on the outside. And Washington was confused. And, and I can't, to your point, I'm not just going to sit here and... and make excuses for Penix. i think his game travels to the national football league did he lose draft spots last night there's no question about it there were already going to be concerns about his health history namely those knee injuries but what he did at washington on a consistent basis is exactly what he's going to be asked to do at the national Football well league speaking
0: level. of traveling to the national football league jim harbaugh Many people believe that he might travel to the National Football League, leaving Michigan and going pro. Did the win last night, in your mind, solidify the fact that maybe one of the best coaches, if not the best current coach in college football, will no longer be in college football six months, two weeks, six weeks from today?
1: I I just, I I don't see, unless, unless Jim Harbaugh just absolutely wants to be in college and loves it and wants to stay there i don't see the reason why he would stay he achieved the objective he went to michigan specifically to take them back to the mountaintop goal achieved Mm. now he would be having to deal with the ncaa an inept organization that doesn't know how to govern its own sport that's going to come down on them for recruiting violations try to come down on the program and jim harbaugh for something that a staffer did now you can make the argument all you want that like jim harbaugh definitely knew he claims that he didn't know meanwhile there's rules about inducement on the books and we got guys rolling up to national letter of intent and lambos and bentleys and those schools don't get letter of intent what i'm trying to say is why would jim want to deal with that when he's already achieved the objective He's got a quarterback in Justin Herbert that he could go coach mm-hmm. with the Los Angeles Chargers, or he could go and be very close to his brother in that D.C. area, take the Washington commander's job if they want to give it to him, and have the second pick in the draft. He could go coach Drake May mm. with the well, what is it? The most salary cap room in the National Football League. Really good point. He could install his system with new players that want to be there and want to play for him parents can move right there next to his brother i think it just makes too much sense for him at this
0: moment to go to the national football league you make too much sense anytime you talk college football invaluable insight from the one and only joel Klatt. thank you thank my you friend have a good well one. when we return we got to get back to the nfl the eagles are absolutely struggling kind of like Michael last night i know shady's eagles are they're not doing great do we still <laughs> believe in jalen hurts that's the conversation when we return <laughs> That's wow. Glad, thank you brother. Family, we are in third and long. That means it's the third topic of the day. Got to go the distance on this one. And the Eagles, what can you say about them? They started off 10-1. and Then they lost five of their last six games, including the Giants, who made them quit. Jalen Hurts Mm. injured his finger, left the game early, and it hasn't been good. Shady McCoy, you're the Eagles' all-time rushing leader. Whenever an Eagles topic is talked about on national television, if you ain't the one talking about it, it doesn't mean as much. So let's talk about it. You still got faith.
4: And Jalen Hurts. Yeah. yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. The kids having a bad year. We all been there. I still think that he's still like a really good quarterback. You know, each year he's he's been healthy. He's been starting. He's been had his team in the playoffs. Last year, just in the Super Bowl. Um, you know, and it's, it's hard to really win when 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 you're not getting a lot of help from your coordinator, right? I think Brian Johnson should do a better job of utilizing his players he has as far as AJ Brown and Smitty. The same way they use uh, CeeDee Lamb with the Cowboys moving around, same way they use Ayuk and Deebo moving around, Tyreek Hill moving around. We need to do the same thing with our with our uh, guys, you know, make the, make the game, simplify the game a little easier for Jalen Hurts, get a defense, some winning dressing, something to look at. And the other thing is it's hard to be a good quarterback when your defense is ranked 30, 31st as a defense. It's hard, right? It means I can never have a mistake or a bad, bad possession because I know the defense is going to let these guys score. A part of being a, a good quarterback – Part of being a good team on offense is if my defense holds it down enough, that means we're going to get the ball a lot. We're going to get the ball again. Get the ball again. When you watch the Giants game, you watch the the, the Cardinals game, we didn't get the ball that much like people thought. We didn't have a chance to get the ball because every time they got it, they scored. So I I think Jalen Hurts, um, he's having a bad year. He's not playing well, but I do have a lot of um, faith in him, a lot of confidence. I think he's a really good quarterback. And I think that, you know. (laughs) (laughs) As time goes on, <laughs> as time goes on, we'll see the Jalen Hurst that we all know who he really is. Yo, hold up. When I'm doing my takes, why are y'all laughing?
0: It's something you funny over here? First, <laughs> no, you started laughing first, yes, yes, sir. No, you started laughing first. You started
4: laughing. <laughs> no, no, because y'all, y'all, y'all looking at me like it's that. still about to laugh.
3: <like, "Hey,
0: man,
4: laughs> hey, well, listen, it's one, it's one year. It's one year. Oh, boy, that's right. I wasn't even looking at you. And hey, I didn't want to go first. Shady, <laughs> yeah, you can go you to court. Shady
0: couldn't go to court, boy. <laughs> he, he almost got through his whole defense. Hey. He almost got through his
4: whole defense. Hey, look, look, look. Philadelphia, <laughs> you yeah, you know, <laughs> you know I ride out green. but... It's looking bad, man. It's looking real bad over there. Uh,
0: okay, let me try to stay. Um, let me be your, your, your outside voices, inside thoughts for a second, Shady. Obviously, Eagle's all-time Russian leader, right? You got you to protect the brand. I don't have as much of a brand to protect. Um, oh, so you
4: about to just keep it 100?
0: Got to. <laughs> Pay him to do a job. Got to do a job. Uh, I haven't lost all faith in Jalen Hurts, but I have definitely Thank lost you. some faith and a lot of faith in Jalen Hurts. And it's real simple. He has one great year sandwiched between two average years at best. Yeah. His second year in the National Football League 16 touchdowns, nine interceptions, average. At best. Mm -hmm. This year in the National Football League, 15 interceptions, 23 touchdowns, passing. Average at best. Remember all the slander we gave Dak Prescott last year? 23 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. Well, Jalen Hurts as a passer is the same as Dak Prescott as a passer was last year. Not talking about running. I'm just talking about the passing aspect. Kudos to Jalen Hurts for his 15 or 16 rushing touchdowns. I'm not at all diminishing that. I'm just talking about who he was as a passer this year. The other thing I'm thinking about, Joy, is... Jalen is who we think he is. Mm. Remember, the Jalen we're seeing now is the Jalen we saw at Alabama. It just dawned on me this morning. Mm. The Jalen we saw at Alabama, he was good enough to get incredible accolades. SEC player of the year as a true freshman, hard to do. Literally, never been done before in the history of the SEC where you get offensive player of the year, hard to do. Jalen Hurst last year, all pro, hard to do. But Jalen Hurts was good enough to win SEC Offensive Player of the Year, but he was also good enough to not win the national championship game, get replaced in it. He was good enough to take Alabama to a national championship game, but he was also good enough to get beat out by Tua. Jalen Hurts was good enough to go to the Super Bowl last year, but he was also good enough to lose five out of six games this year. I think about Jalen Hurts' roster in the NFL. AJ Brown, Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, plus Miles Sanders last year. You got uh, DeAndre Swift this year. Think about his roster at Alabama. Jerry Judy, Calvin Ridley, Henry Ruggs, Devontae Smith, Damon Harris, Najee Harris, Josh Jacobs, Brian Robinson Jr. Ooh, ooh, ooh. He's always played with talent. Mm. And he's really good with that talent. The only question I have is. Mm. He's good enough to get it done. Mm. He's really good, let's not ever make a mistake about it. Good enough to be an all pro, hard to do. Good enough to be SEC Offensive Player the play of the year as a freshman, never been done before, ever. But he's also good enough to lose in the Natty, mm-hmm. also good enough to lose in the Super Bowl, also good enough to get beat out by Tua. He's really good, he's really good. Yeah. I just want to contextualize exactly what that means. Mm. Joy, you still got faith in Jalen Hurts.
3: <laughs> <clears throat> yes, I do. Yeah. I do. Just like we, we still had some faith in Dak Prescott last year. Mm-hmm. And what happened to Dak Prescott this year? Ooh, Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Well, well. Yeah, you were right about that, James. We had some questions. Mm-hmm. He said if it doesn't happen, it's going to be Mike's fault. Mm-hmm. And not only did it happen, he had him in the MVP conversation. Some people yeah. still think he should be in the MVP conversation, yeah. mm-hmm. playing the best football of his life. Now, I'm not saying Dak Prescott and Jalen Hurts are the same player. They're not. And maybe it will go poorly next year. I don't know. But we're talking about this year right now. Right now, Jalen Hurts has gone to the playoffs and then the next year gone to the Super Bowl Mm -hmm. and then the next year gone to the playoffs and has an opportunity due to the draw to potentially win a playoff game. Now, they could lose because they look worse than any team that's entering into the playoffs right now. And as much as we think, you know, whatever about the Buccaneers, they could easily win this game Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because of the way that Philadelphia is playing. Not because of the talent, but if you even look at the numbers between Baker and Jalen this year, they're, they're not that far off. Yeah. Now, obviously, I don't dismiss the rushing touchdowns as much as everyone else does, because like, they still count for the same they amount count. of points. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that that is a disparity that is hard to ignore. Uh, some of them are the tush-push, yeah. you know, whatever you want to yeah. call it, but they still count. However, I can't just dismiss... The totality of what Jalen Hurts is. It's been a bad year. It's, I actually, can't even say it's been a bad year. I can't even say that. It's been a bad stretch. It's been a bad six-game stretch. They haven't played football at the level that we think that they're capable of, that they think they're capable of. But at one point this season, they were the best team in the league, and it wasn't like the start of the season. They were 10-1. and one. They had beaten all kinds of playoff teams and found ways to win games, which in the NFL is hard to do. For whatever reason, this year we want everybody to win by double digits and blow everybody out like this is college. And that's not realistic. And that's that's not the point. So I can't say I've completely lost faith in him because I've seen I've seen too much. And I do think that next year there will be adjustments made not only to the coaching staff, but also to to his health and how they approach The defense and how he plays. This, this, it doesn't, they're not giving him any help. And to Shady's point. Everybody needs help. Like, we, we, who's do the guy? What you that? Who's do you the mean? quarterback that can win when the talent isn't playing at a high level and the defense is playing at the worst in the league? But when you say it's hard for me, when
0: Shady said it and, and you reiterated it, they're not giving him help. When you add two thousand yard receivers, the Eagles have never. I'm not talking about I'm not talking about the, 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 talking about the
3: offensive talent. Oh, you're or saying talent. We, we can't dismiss the defense. You can't dismiss it. You can't no, dismiss not at all. We, 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 we talk about all, lots of good teams and lots of good quarterbacks in this league. You, you look at the defenses that they had, I and mean, we talked about this with Aaron Rodgers for years. Like, give him a top 15 defense. But, like, like, let, let, the, let the defense not score, let the other team score 30 points every game and see what they can do. But
0: usually what's interesting, usually bad defenses inflate your statistics, right? When the Houston Texans went 4-12, and 12, Deshaun Watson led the league in passing yards because they score, got to score. So why Justin Herbert, not why Justin Herbert's statistics are so inflated, but his defenses are so bad, he's got to pass so much. Yeah.
4: With Jalen Hurts, though, it's been interesting. But, but, but Jalen's thing is winning. Right, he don't. Even from college, he talks about that. Like I don't, I don't care about no 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 yards, no stats. Mm-hmm. He wants to win games. That's what that's what made me fall in love, Paul, with, with Jalen Hurts. Not because of all the numbers like, um, Herbert or, or Deshaun Watson. Right, what's that got them? Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah. You talk about having a resume and, and and leaving a legacy. which he's trying to do, he's about winning. It's hard to win games when your defense is ranked 30 no doubt. and they can't stop nobody. No so doubt. To, to your point, yeah, I, I agree with that.
2: Yeah. Uh, what's the got, question? You still got, you still got still faith. in got faith, and and my man hurts. Yes, and the main reason why I say that is, what will I look like? Up here defending Justin Fields. <laughs> <laughs> Good, point. Um,
3: Good point. And saying that I
2: done lost all this faith in my man Hurts. <laughs> but no, when I was thinking about this today, I'm like, okay, I, I stand up here and I defend Justin Fields. I want the Bears to keep him, right? Hurts uh, has, I mean, uh, has accomplished a lot more than Justin Fields. I mean, yeah. If we give up on Hurts, that means we're saying we're giving up on Herbert. We're giving up on Tua. We're giving up on Trevor Lawrence. We're giving up on all them dudes. If we're
0: saying that, we don't have faith and we're giving up on Jalen Hurts. Wouldn't you say you don't? You've lost faith in Trevor Lawrence. You've lost faith in Justin Herbert. Wouldn't you? Like, you're right, but I don't have no faith in Herbert to win no playoff games. Mm, I don't have hey, faith in Trevor Lawrence. Because he hasn't done Agreed. it. Agreed. You know what
2: I'm saying? This dude has won playoff games and been to the Super Bowl. He's having a bad year. We all agree with that. I've stood up here and said, man, offensive coordinator, you got to help him out. You got to move some dudes around. You got to help him get the football out of his hands faster, right? The only thing that when I watch Hertz play football this year is the take turnovers, mm-hmm. right? If he's doing everything that he is doing and he has 10 turnovers, they probably win three more games. But the turnovers this season, and you heard him a lot saying, I was pressing trying to make that throw. I was pressing trying to make that throw. Pressing trying to make that play. For him, that's not the way he plays football. And that is why I continue to keep going to the coaches. Like, you hear your young quarterback saying, I'm trying to press to make plays because all you're doing is spreading people out and saying, you have to win one-on-one. And he's saying, okay, A.J. made this jump ball three times early in the season. I'm going to give him another one. And now this one is getting picked off with no with no scheming, no nothing. So for me, I think coming into the offseason, I have not lost faith in him. I think the Philadelphia Eagles will go back to the drawing board and they will do whatever they can to make sure they could put this young fella in a really good situation to have some success on the offensive side of the ball and that means
0: not turning the football question for both of y'all really question for everybody um last year we talked a lot about Dak Prescott's turnovers and I cannot wait to ask this question I can't wait Mm -hmm. we talked a lot about Dak Prescott's turnovers and every Cowboys fan said this but Acho that was an outlier that's not (laughs) Dak Prescott yeah and if you look statistically speaking they were right Mm yeah here's the difference Jalen Hurts I would say that last year's great season was an outlier And the norm is that he does turn the ball over. Jalen Hurts rookie year, for what it's worth, six touchdowns, four interceptions. His sophomore year, 16 touchdowns, nine interceptions. His outlier season, 22 touchdowns, six interceptions. I'm only talking passing touchdowns and interceptions. I'm not talking rushing touchdowns, nor am I talking fumbles. I'm only talking air yards and air turnovers. Then this year, 23 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. So Shady, if I'm asking you, we keep saying Jalen Hurts is having a bad year, sure. But this one ain't great. The second one wasn't great. I'll ignore the first one. The third one was great. Which Jalen Hurts is Jalen Hurts? Because I've seen two bad years, statistically as it pertains to turnovers, and I've seen one good one. So how can you tell me this is a bad year? Why aren't you telling me last year was just a good year?
4: I mean, my, my thing with Jalen Hurts is, and I guess comparing him to Dak Prescott is, first of all, he's a lot younger. And everything we've seen in Jalen Hurts is going up, right? Now this year he's having a shaky year. I can't get, I can't get around that, right? But, but but I just think that going forward, from what we know about Jalen Hurts, he gets better and better and better. So if you have a setback year, right, and we know he gets better every year, you don't think next year he's gonna come back ready, come back better, more prepared, less turnovers? That's who he is. I can't, I can't make this up. Everywhere he's been at, he's been successful, right? Now, in the other years, more successful than, than others, mm-hmm. but he's getting better and better and better. You talk about him in college. I hate to go to college, but since you, go, you went there, I go there. He left, he left Alabama and then went to Oklahoma and got busy. Did he, he did, not? He did, absolutely. Okay, so then you, you come into the league and now Washington play. All right, I don't know if he's our guy for the future. I said that. I don't know if he's the guy. Then he gets better and better and better. I'm like, yo, this is our guy. I can't let one, one year define who Jalen Hurts is when you look at a guy right especially a guy with talent you look at his talent you look at what he's done on the field you look at his leadership and you look at how he approaches the game everything we look at Jalen Hurts he checks all them boxes I don't know if all the guys we talked about have that type of heart have that type of determination I don't think they have that with Jalen Hurts you see that so yes I'm 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 gonna take that on the chin boom because I did say it Mm -hmm. but he's not playing well this year but I feel like next year he'll be better because every year we've watched him play He's got better and he's shown growth in every situation of football.
3: Yeah, also, again, I I go back to like the standard of what we're expecting from teams every single year. Like if you make it to the Super Bowl, do you not allow to have a down year the next year? Most teams do. There's a reason why we call it the Super Bowl hangover. Guys get paid. Guys get injured. You lose coaches. You lose coaches. You have to replace personnel. A lot of things happen. It's called a Super Bowl hangover. I I didn't just make it up today. I'd like to take credit for that, but we've been saying that for years. And if the Super Bowl hangover is they make it to the postseason, again, we we don't know how this year ends. I'm not defending the Eagles. They look terrible. Mm -hmm. They could lose to the Bucs this weekend and no one would be surprised. Or they could make it to the NFC Championship game. And we would all be surprised, but that's on the table. Like there is a path where they don't even have that much adversity to get there if we're talking about the best teams in the league. So... I just can't jump to giving up or losing faith. And, and I'll be honest with you. I haven't lost faith in any of those young guys. you got to get really far in the league for me to be like, yeah, we know exactly what you are. Yeah. We don't know what Jalen Hurts is. We don't even really know what Tua is. Like, these guys haven't haven't even gotten to the point where they, they are – solidified in their in their growth to Shady's point. So like Herbert, Herbert gets with the right coach. No one is going to be surprised if they fix that defense there and get him right, that he turns out to be the talent that we've seen him play at the highest level in, in moments. It's it's too soon to bail entirely on any of these young guys. I know we want results and everybody wants to win the Super Bowl and everyone wants to be in the championship game every year. And that's just not how it goes.
4: And another thing I think with, with uh, Jalen Hurts is we only talk about Jalen Hurts but like. The Eagles team last year was a really, really good team. And Jalen played really, really well. But like as a team, even though Jalen Hurst is not playing well, the Eagles overall is not playing well. Agreed. Right? I look at every position, and the only one I only position I can say is like really playing like phenomenal or playing well is probably the running back. Right? You look at the defense, they're they not getting no turnovers, yeah. they're not getting no sacks yeah. offensive line, where we're usually we pushing dudes around. I don't see that attitude. Right, I don't see that production. Yeah. Look at the wide receivers. I think we got, we got some dogs wide receivers, but they're not playing the same way they played last year. Them 50-50 balls, give me that. Break tackles, touchdown. Yeah. Are, you, are you saying, because I'm not saying it. So as much as we want to come at Jalen Hurts, yeah. collectively as a group, we're not playing well this year. Yeah. And for
2: me though, I think what we have learned this year is Jalen Hurts is not that guy that can cover up all these holes on a mm. team, right? That's why we put, Not yet. Not yet. That's okay. why we put Josh up there and Patty up right. there and Burrow up mm-hmm. there because we've seen them cover up yeah. a lot of stuff. Defense not playing well, don't trip. You know what I'm saying? I go down here, we're going to cover all this up. That, that's why we put those two, two dudes up there. Lamar can get up in there too. They yeah. cover up a lot of stuff. I don't think Jalen Hurts is that guy that can cover up all these holes. And when he has to cover up all those holes, he starts taking chances. Last year, his really good year, all pro year to the Super Bowl, we can't really touch on a lot of throws to where we like. Where, bro, throwing the ball? Like, why you? Why you looking there? Because what I remember last year is, boom, ball out, Whoop, ball out. Every now and then, we'll take a shot. But it was, we're going to run this read option We gonna because our identity is the run game, which we right. still don't have an identity right. or what that is, and we are going to play action pass off this, and the football is going to come out of Jalen Hurts' hands fast. This year, we see him standing in the pocket, we see him holding the football, we see no motion, we see nothing, right? And that's why Bosa came out and said, look, keep him in the pocket, we ain't going to rush past him, let him escape nothing, we want to make him throw this ball down the field, and they don't have no motions or nothing going on, and that's how you stop them. And that's the same thing that I was saying about Dak. Everybody was killing more or killing more. Dak done through five picks in one game. You still taking shots? Well what you what you doing? So that's why I said Mike is gonna come in here. He's gonna say slow down, bruh. We're going to call some safe plays. We're going to bunch formation. We're going to get you in all so the ball comes out of your hands fast. This year, he's been pressing too much. I think it has a really, really big, big thing to do with his offensive coordinator and the way he's been calling plays. They have not been helping him out.
0: Not at all. Well, speaking of quarterbacks who got to get on the right track, Tua Tungabailoa, he is going into his fifth year at the end of this one. The Miami Dolphins, they're going into the playoffs. They somehow lost the division after having a 9-3 to 6-6 lead over the Buffalo Bills. The question Does Tua need a win in the playoffs to secure a long term deal in Miami? His face says it all. We'll talk about it all next. From the NFC to the AFC, Tua tagovailoa he has a huge playoff matchup versus the Kansas City Chiefs. He threw two interceptions Sunday night against the Bills in a losing effort. It cost him the AFC East crown. Well, now it's Tua's first playoff game of his career. Remember, last year he missed through the concussions. James Jones, here is a question that the world needs answered because this is pivotal for the landscape of football. Does Tua need a playoff win to secure a long-term deal, to be the franchise guy, to get real commitment from the Miami Dolphins?
2: I think he does. I think he has to make a run in the playoffs for them to say, hey, man, here go 230, 40, mm. 50, whatever it may be, million dollars for five years. You are our guy, right? I think he has to make a run in the playoffs. And the reason why is as good as we think this offense is, when they have played winning teams, they ain't scored over 20. Mm. Like, you, you look, they lost to the Bills. He had 280 yards, one touchdown, one interception, 20 points. Lost to the Eagles, 215 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Lost to the Chiefs, 190 yards, one touchdown. Got beat down by the Ravens, right? 240 yards, two 2Ds, two picks, 19-point score. And then the last time they played the Bills, 170 yards, 14-point scores, two, iron, two interceptions, one touchdown. These are the dudes you're going to have to go through in the AFC. Exclude the Eagles, but these are the dudes you're going to have to play. So when you ask me if he can't go in the playoffs and make some noise, this is our last impression of what we got of you going into the offseason. And I know the fifth-year option is already picked up for you. So I would make him play on that fifth-year option, see how well you play, and if you play extremely well coming into that next season under your fifth-year option, if you don't deliver in the playoffs, we will go from there. But I think just right now, you going out here losing to the Kansas City Chiefs and them saying, here go five years, $230 million, whatever the money may be or years may be, committing to him, Ooh. I think you're taking a chance.
0: Ooh. But, Joy, it never works out when quarterbacks play on a fifth-year option. Nope. It never works out when quarterbacks play on a contract here for either. Mm. Think about Dak Prescott. He played on his fourth year of a four-year deal. He wasn't a first-round pick. Dak Prescott gets hurt, and the Cowboys have to pay him an absorbent amount of money. Mm -hmm. Think about Lamar Jackson last year. He's in his fifth year of a five-year deal, if you will. Lamar Jackson ends up getting hurt. Could he have come back? We don't know if it's because he was hurt or because he wanted more money. Lamar Jackson ends up tweeting in the offseason, hey, I don't want to play for the Baltimore Ravens anymore. They end up paying him more money than they would have had to pay him had he just signed before. this. It don't work out for nobody. <laughs> so I hear what James is saying, Joy, but break down for me, what does Tua need to do to remove all of the nonsense and be worth that? Five year, $230 million deal.
3: Just win, baby. Just win. Just win. Brand Just win the game. Theater. Now, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, now, there's a, there's a 60% chance of snow on Friday. Ooh. And it's going to be uh, nine degrees high. <laughs> like a high of, like, 11 this weekend. I don't know if you've been to Kansas City in the winter. It's, cold. it's quite cold. It is cold. It's quite cold. Mm. So uh, it's even with the way that Kansas City is playing, it's, it's a different temperature in Kansas City this this weekend. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. But you go win that game mm-hmm. against a struggling Kansas City team, all this conversation is over. Oh. playoff wins are really hard to come by. Mm-hmm. So I really think that that's all it's going to take. I agree with you, though. Whether they win this playoff game or they don't, <sighs> Business wise, playing that fifth year option game is. It just doesn't work out. It's always better to pay your franchise quarterback earlier. So in my opinion.
0: You, because before you were ever an on air personality, a panel, opinionist, analyst, all the things, you were a fan. Mm-hmm. So speak to me now from a fan perspective. And you lived in Miami for quite some time. If Tua loses to the chiefs mm-hmm. he would have one playoff appearance in his four-year career he would have lost it he would have never won the division in his four years he would have had two coaches a brilliant defensive mind a brilliant offensive mind if he doesn't beat the chiefs would you want to see as a fan your miami dolphins commit to that tour and that resume long term?
3: because mm-hmm. it's been a long time since the dolphins have had a franchise quarterback mm. a long long time I think Tua is a very high level talent. He was in the MVP conversation this year. He needs to play a specific way, but you can say that about a lot of guys.
2: Yes,
3: you can. I I, I do wonder how this team is constructed when you talk about winning the division, especially when you're talking about the first, the team that you need to beat in the division being the Bills and you can never beat them. That's a little discouraging. But when you look at the business of it from a fan perspective, from a media perspective, from a business perspective, it just makes sense to lock in your quarterback. Because once you know what you're paying your quarterback also and how you're spreading that contract out, you know who else you can pay. This is all timing with a salary cap. What kind of who you have to draft at a certain time to replace this position. When you get people healthy, are they going to resign them? Just it it just clears everything up. Are you going to move on from Tua? Because. That sounds good. It sounds good. But the Dolphins have been in the playoffs the last two years. You're not getting a high draft pick. So are you going to trade up in the draft and risk it on, on on another quarterback? You're too good to be in that situation. So, and I'm not making an argument against Tua. I think Tua is a franchise quarterback. And the franchise quarterbacks are expensive. They cost what they cost, and the next guy passes the next guy. So we can, $260 million sounds like a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a ton of money, okay? It's a ton of money, <laughs> okay? And somebody's got to make it, and everyone pay, wants to pay their franchise quarterback. I think you pay him earlier because it just makes things simpler on the back ends, and I just don't think they're ever going to be, good enough, or they're ever going to be bad enough to be in a situation to get a, a top pick anyway. Yeah, uh, what's the question again?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Tua, does he have to beat the Chiefs? to secure that long-term deal? I'm gonna say no. I mean, to a lot of things that Joy talked about, just in Miami, I mean, we can't remember the last franchise quarterback. I played in that division, and it was always guys coming in, coming in, going out, coming in, coming in, going out, getting a bridge quarterback. I think we know how good Tool really is. I mean, he led the league this year in passing yards, right? Um, We've seen what he looks like with, he has the talent around him, with the wide receivers and the the coach. I think he'll get paid. I think they'll use the 5th year option on him. I mean, and I don't think it's not wrong with to that. last year. Yeah. Yeah, I talked about that, but it's like this is a, this is a spend money league. Yeah. So yeah, I guess with the Dallas Cowboys, I mean, they probably didn't want to spend that on Dak Prescott cuz they thought Dak was, they, you know, a, a solid good quarterback, Now, they didn't want to pay him that much, but they had to. It's a, pay, it's a pay league. You talk about Lamar Jackson. They probably paid him more than they wanted to, but it's a pay league. So and it worked out. You get your guy. That's why when you Scott, when you said that it didn't work out, I was like, why not? Because if you had to pay a little bit to get your guy, you got your guy. And now look at the Ravens. Now look at the, the Cowboys. Like, it worked out. I just think that with the, when you talk about Tua, my concerns are health. This is the first year he's played over 13 games, right? So now I think about that. Okay, well, he's done good with that. Let's see how he does next year. He's, he's ha- he had a chance to win his division. They, they lost it to the Bills, but they had a chance. I just think that with the team that they have here and the players they have, they can build with Tua compared to not having them and then trying to rebuild another quarterback. And then your weapons are not, like, young Tyreek Hill ain't trying to hang uh, another quarterback? Nah. So they have what they need. They got the got their, their, their recipe to winning. Got the coach they need, and the coach believes in your, your quarterback. That's what you need. Once your coach, your head coach, who's going to be there for a long time, we think Dan's going to be there for a long mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. they believe in it, And when you have that, anything can happen. But they do until they don't. It's real simple. Yep, like yep. Kyle Shanahan believed
0: in Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm telling you all right now. Until he didn't.
4: He he did until he didn't. I
0: don't believe that. When he watched tape on on Jimmy G, (laughs) I know he didn't believe in that. Say what you will, but Jimmy G came in and instantly went 6-0, and and then they instantly went to the Super Bowl, and then they instantly paid him. And I I only talked to offensive dudes on that team at the time. They believed in him until they didn't. I'm just wondering, Joy, like, if you're Mike McDaniel, how much longer can you look at Josh Allen than look at Tua? How much longer can you look at Lamar Jackson than look at Tua? How much longer can you look at Patrick Mahomes then look at Tua. How much longer can you look at Joe Burrow, than look at Tua? There's three Super Bowls on this desk. Pat Mahomes, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. It's not like you all was up here wanting with, no, 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 you want it with Tom, you want it with Pat, and you want it with Rodgers. Right. So I say that to say like, yeah. how much longer do you think a brilliant mind like McDaniel can look at Tua, and I love me some Tua. Anybody on television, y'all know that. But then you look at Josh.
3: Hey, wait, wait, hold on, though. M- McDaniel's an offensive coach. Mm-hmm. You heard him read all those numbers. Mm-hmm. That's unlike Mike McDaniel, too. Mm. You're supposed to be putting the team in a position to win. This is built off of a, a, a fast offense running through Tua. Mm-hmm. This you, this is your guy, yeah. right? So the, there's, there's But he's not his guy. That's what I'm getting
0: back to. McDaniel didn't draft Tua. You were there. You know. No, no, so it's no. it's not no. at all but his you guy. You came
3: in. You made it very clear that this was going to be your guy. Of course, yes. You, okay. And yeah. I hear you. Things change. Mm-hmm. But, but, but this, is, this is also on you. Last year, okay, Tua wasn't, wasn't healthy. Okay. What's, what are you going to do? You, you, no one expects you to win in that situation, especially as a first-time coach. All right. Tua's healthy this year. You made the playoffs. No, you didn't beat Josh Allen. Josh Allen is really, really, really good. And I hear you on all that. But when I say that Miami has gone through a lot of quarterbacks and a lot of turnover, like, a lot. Like, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. It's only recent that they, we even speak about them, even have segments about them on, on a national show because they've been so dysfunctional going through coaches, going through quarterbacks, going through all kinds of different talent. So it sounds good to just replace a quarterback. It just, it's, of course you want Aaron Rodgers. Of course you want Patrick Mahomes. Of course you want Josh Allen. Of course you want Joe Burrow. These are like one of ones. God made it. Boop, broke. Not another one. Go go find somebody else. It's not that simple. It's not that easy. And I know that because they've tried year after year after year. Tua can play at a very high level. He has to play a specific way. And you need to put a team around him that supports him. We know that. No, he's not Josh Allen. But to say you're just going to go get another franchise quarterback, <coughs> it's just not that simple. And you're n- and you are so good. You've had so much success as of, as of recent with the Dolphins. You have so much talent. You have a guy. You have two guys who've been in the MVP conversation, and 2 and Tyreek Hill. This year alone, you're not going to be in a space to go get a, a, a top quarterback. Yeah. It's not that simple. Well, speaking
0: of Josh Allen, James, we've got to head to 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 break. Um, But Josh is back in the playoffs, but do we expect him to make a Super Bowl run? Josh Allen and the Bills, they're one of, if not the hottest team in football, closing out their season, winning five straight, beating the Cowboys, beating the Dolphins, Uh beating the Chiefs. Can they continue this epic streak and win the Super Bowl? That is next. Can't wait for this one. get to overtime. Josh Allen, they have made an incredible, impeccable run. Won their last five games, including wins over the Cowboys, over the Chiefs, over the Dolphins, to win the AFC East. Josh Allen, over 400 total yards in that final game, but he did have three turnovers. Bills probably drew the most favorable matchup in all of the playoffs. They got the Steelers to open it up. James Jones, you made a Super Bowl run before. Do you expect Josh Allen to make a Super Bowl run?
2: I do. And I continue to keep saying it that they've been in playoff mode for the last six weeks, and that means something going into the playoffs. And then you're able to get the two seed, which means the Pittsburgh Steelers. With is it Mason Rudolph? Is it Kenny Pickett? I don't know who they, who they running out there. No T.J. Watt. Oh, no right. So. Just like we all sit here, we just had that Cowboys topic, how it's lined up for Dak Prescott. It is lined up for Josh Allen to meet Lamar Action Jackson in this AFC championship. And whatever may happen from there may happen, but this is his chance to make a Super Bowl run, too. He's playing really good football on this uh, six-game win streak, getting him into the playoffs, getting his two seed. The defense is playing well. This is his time. This is his time. And and we talked about it a little bit yesterday. No Joe Burrow, none of them big-time quarterbacks in there. And you got some teams coming to your House. It could be C.J. Stroud. could be Joe Flacco. Obviously, it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is Josh Allen's year to make a run, especially get to that AFC Championship and make some noise.
3: Uh, so the AFC Championship game, yes. Uh, I'm I'm going to still hold a little space for mm. Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. It seems like the two of them are on a. I'm surprised you said that because you picked Josh in the Super Bowl. I did, but Lamar Jackson is really good. He's going to have a second MVP in the Baltimore Ravens. You told him that too. I'm wrong sometimes. I can still be right, but sometimes I'm wrong. We we do predictions a lot. That's how that happens. I think, I hope, well, outside of the Dolphins, of course, I hope that that's the AFC Championship game that we get if the Dolphins aren't in it. That's going to be a spectacular matchup, and like you said, whatever happens in that matchup happens, but I can't just say there's going to be a Super Bowl run. I do think that they are going to make a run to the AFC Championship game, though.
0: 2-5. You won a lot of, won a couple Super Bowls. Eh, that counts yeah. as a lot.
4: Um, <laughs> Josh Allen, will he make? Can he make? Should he make a Super Bowl run? I don't, I don't, you know, joke and play with Super Bowl like that. You know, it's hard to get to. I mean, it's only but a couple of quarterbacks that won a Super Bowl so far, right now playing. So I'm just gonna go to the AFC Championship game. I, I think that he has a chance to. I think it's set up for him, right? They, they, they think about this for a second. They're what six and six. Mm-hmm. They go on this crazy run, mm-hmm. and he did it, yeah. right? They do this with all the injuries they have in that team, and then they, they beat the Dolphins, they win the division, now they become the second seed? Mm-hmm. That's crazy to me. So now you got the Steelers, where they should win that game, and then you never know what happens. I do think that they can meet the Ravens in the AFC Championship game, I can see that. Now question for you, if they do meet the Ravens in the
0: AFC Championship game, James Jones mm. predicts it, Joy says she hopes for mm. it outside with the Miami Dolphins. You believe, or at least I won't put words in your mouth, Josh Allen Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Ooh. Mm. Josh Allen has proven to be just as good and in the playoffs obviously, yeah. he's won substantially more games.
4: Why can't Josh make that run? Like, Josh <sighs> Lamar in the playoffs, Josh has been better. Yeah it's just a lot everything has to work together right this is just not like a flip of a quarter type of answer i mean because like you look at lamar jackson yeah d- despite if you think lamar or joshua than them too it's a team thing right mm-hmm. and and i think that the the ravens are head above shoulders way better than the bills seriously though offense and defense they can run the ball at will which the the, the bills don't do particularly well right and and um I do think the defense is a lot, lot better and they're a lot healthier, mm-hmm. right? So it's hard to really judge that. I think the Ravens and the Niners are in a different class. I think they're like way over here, like a different class, right? The air boss is kind of underneath them. But Josh Allen is that good. I think the players he does have that's playing like mm-hmm. Stefan Diggs some guys some defense. They can make a run for but it's hard to really put them ahead of the Ravens because the Ravens are so good.
0: Hard to do. Well, there's no more polarizing topic in all of sports than the topic we'll discuss on the other half of this commercial break. Justin Fields, he's a Chicago Bear right now, but he gave a goodbye speech at the end of his last Aww. game at Lambo. He knows. Just in case it's a wrap. Mm-hmm.
4: He knows Is it over Justin Fields in Chicago? We appreciate you, Justin. Thank you.
0: Hurry up, offense. The Bears are in offseason mode after Sunday's loss to the Packers. Well, they were already eliminated. Justin Fields, up and down season. But he did end the season better than he started, for what it's worth. The Bears have the number one overall pick. Caleb Williams likely to go number one. And after the game, Justin Fields, he yeah, we got some things off his chest. Take a listen.
4: Um, I gave him my all, so um, whether it's here or not, you know, uh, I have no regrets. Um, shout out to, you know, you guys for... You know, making my job a little bit harder, but um, yeah, uh, just to the city of Chicago. Love y'all, appreciate the fans and the support from all the Bears. You know, in case this is my last rodeo with y'all, and just appreciate y'all for everything. Oh, just The city was sad. It's so hard to say goodbye <laughs> to yesterday. <laughs> Go. Look, Justin, I get it. You know, I well, I haven't been there, but from the time that he came to Chicago, it, it was cool, right? They didn't really win a lot. He didn't have like a really dominant years, but he showed some flashes, good enough to be some trade value. Now all that sadness is over. They gave, they gonna give like a little to-go packet. You know what I mean? Little hoodie, little you see a little baby bear, little baby, yeah. baby cub, right? Go get Caleb Williams. Enough of all this crying. Let's get Caleb Williams in here. It's the NFL, right? I know it sounds bad, but that's the that's the name of the game. Some players will get paid. Some players will get traded. Some players will get cut. In his situation, he might get traded. Or he might stay there. I don't know. But one thing they got to do, bring in that dude from USC. Don't even him, play around no more. Don't, even, don't even, listen. All that sad media, all that. I feel bad I don't. I don't really. I don't believe. Why? But you, you was in Philly. You you had believe. to leave Philly. You were sad. Hey, and I was there before, right? And nobody uh, cared about that for me. That's, tr- right? that's true. Right? You know what I'm saying? I, I was sad, but nobody cared. And they gave me a new contract. I ain't like that. <laughs> I didn't do that. Um, Shady
2: just took off. What's the question? Did <laughs> <laughs> Justin Fields, has he
0: solidified his future with the Bears?
2: He's
4: turned it. He did. He all just crying, like, and then, and I, and then, you know what? And then as the the the, the uh, video going, y'all all sad, like, what? It was emotional. Step out of it. It was emotional.
2: Yeah, move on. Yeah, move, on. Yeah, move on. Joy Joy, it's on you.
4: <laughs> I feel
2: like oh, his interview.
3: Uh, I don't think he solidified oh, his Bears sad. future. I mean, I, I think they're going to consider it. I think they're going to have some, some lengthy conversations about what to do. I mean, at the end of the day, he's 10 and 28 in his time there. No way, no way. Wasn't all his fault. Wasn't all his fault. But, but we like to play this game where sometimes it's a, the wins and losses is on the quarterback and sometimes it's not. Yeah. Um, so he's 10 and 28. I'm not great at math, but if he was perfect next year, he wouldn't be at 500. Correct? Wow. Not great, yeah. bad math. I know we went through history, we went through social studies, we went through yeah. science and math today. Yeah, I think is that boys the men. Though? But if he
2: wanted, if he wanted yeah. to made the
3: playoff games. He right, 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 right. So yeah, if we include so. the playoffs, and if he was perfect next sure he would certainly. He was Super Oh wait, no. No. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the point is, the point is, uh, I think it is a risky proposition to not only pass on C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, and Anthony Richardson, but the five to seven other quarterbacks that are prospects that are in this Mm -hmm. draft, including Caleb Williams, who we consider a very, very high-level prospect for someone that you've had in your building for three years and you haven't made it to the playoffs in any of those three years. I think three years is a significant amount of time for any player to show what their potential is. I think he has potential. I think he will... Play somewhere else and perhaps have some success. I just.
4: Wait, was that Bo- Boys' Man? I forget. It's. yeah. A... Yes. 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 So, to so hard to say goodbye. goodbye. So yeah. hard to say goodbye, but I got to take us to break this. Yes, but um, yes. so
0: at least we'll see y'all on the other half. Oh, well, we'll, still still we'll, that topic?
3: We'll, oh. we'll, we'll do this again, James. We we'll do it 50 more times.
0: Speak <laughs> is handing out some game balls. Who are the deserving players, coaches, Staff members who are the heroes that we highlighting that you need to know next on Five C. two-minute drill. It is time to hand out a speak game ball. Now, very simply, we are picking some of the people who earned it based upon what they did on and off the football field in sports. For me, I'm going to Jack Harbaugh. That's the father of Jim and John Harbaugh. When I saw John show up for Jim yesterday, I said to myself, two brothers in a competitive field showing up for one another, always supporting one another, even though they have competed against one another in the highest level, particularly a Super Bowl. Is somebody who had a brother, played with them in college, played with them in high school, and now we're both on TV, is dope to see what Jack did. Game ball, pop a hardball, ball. There's pop okay. up a hardball.
3: Uh, I'm going to go with Mike Tomlin. Mm. No matter who's our quarterback, doesn't matter who we lose during the season, doesn't matter what they're talking about in the papers, we are going to win. Don't let him get another uh, Hall of Fame quarterback Ooh. up in there.
2: Just <laughs> you, Mike saying, Tomlin. I am going with the young Jordan Love. First yes. quarterback, I like that one. Packers history, first year start to the playoffs. He got a bunch of good numbers, just big time.
4: I'm rocking with Josh Island for Buffalo Island. Bills. At one point there was six and six all the way back to Miami to win that division. Miami had a three-game winning streak on them, and they won it. Now they're in the playoffs, got the Steelers, and we might have them go on to the AFC Championship game. Ooh. Let's go, Josh! Ching, ching. Shout out Mike Tomlin. I didn't even think about that. We back in the playoffs
0: though. Yeah, so, yeah, back in the but, playoffs, but he might get smoked. Not okay,
3: but he's there. There's there. there.
0: Joy,
4: said, oh. don't get all into that.
3: The game. Oh. Let him have his moment. Family, we'll see y'all tomorrow. Thanks for
4: <laughs> kicking it.